Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. of Talking Metal Mark Striegel coming at you from Maplewood, New Jersey today. Silver spacecraft hovering just outside. It's another solo episode. I say solo, I mean no astronomy. But um, John, you know, he's been keeping busy. You know, I don't know if you guys heard, but Ace Frehley is uh, writing another book. So you can uh, fill in the blank right there. I do think you're going to be seeing and hearing more from John on Talking Metal, especially seeing, because I've been working on this first of hopefully four, maybe six, we'll see how it works out, uh, online episodes that we're going to post. And the way, um, when I say online, I mean video online episodes that we're going to post on YouTube, the way the direction that, that cable TV is going is probably down the drain. What you're going to have, I think, is more internet TV. It's it's more the future. Uh, a lot of these devices, which got John Casamano originally told me about uh, Roku, or Roku, I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce it, allow you to, to get the internet right on your television. Uh, I have one that's similar to Roku um, because the Roku one wasn't working all that great for me. It's like an RCA one. It allows me to like stream YouTube right on my TV set, and I can actually... You know, it blows up big screen right on the TV set. It looks really nice. And you can actually watch YouTube like like a TV ch- channel or a DVD or, or whatever. It's on demand on YouTube. Cool thing about YouTube now is you're seeing a lot of better quality stuff go up there, HD quality. You're seeing longer programs. Uh, you know, it used to be like a 10-minute limit or something. Now, you, now it's, I think, extended to like two hours. So you're seeing some of the more daring television stations like Nat Geo and stuff actually throw full episodes up on on YouTube, which could potentially hurt their viewership uh, on regular cable. But regular cable will eventually die. We won't have uh, a, a cable wire bringing in all these channels into our house. We'll have, um, you know, 
you'll have your 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 TV, and I, I don't believe the American, if you will, viewing experience of sitting down and watching TV, sitting on your couch or laying in your bed and watching TV is going to change. I believe that'll be with us for for a long time yet. But what I do believe will will change is how we're getting that content on our television screen. A good friend, not a good friend, a a guy I used to work with, I would call him a friend, though. Rob Barnett started a a streaming station a number of years ago called My Damn Channel. He's kind of on the forefront of all this technology. And he's doing well with it. Um, You know, and you're going to be able to stream his his channel live on YouTube. Now, most almost everything you guys watch on YouTube is not live. You're you're watching clips that have been uploaded. But what Rob's doing with my damn channel is he's going to be having an actual station streaming live on YouTube, which then again goes back to my previous point that you know there's these devices that will now allow you to watch YouTube on your your television set. Now, I said Roku. Well, actually, maybe you can't. I think you can get YouTube with Roku, although I don't have Roku, so I'm not totally familiar with it. Um, some of the, like Fios, you can actually stream YouTube also um, just using their their version of it. It just sucks, though. you got to have your PC on. It doesn't work with Macs, and uh, it's a piece of garbage, actually. Now, I haven't been real happy with Fios lately, to be honest. Love Verizon Wireless. You know, but the uh, the FiOS. I was thinking of maybe trying Comcast instead of FiOS, but my my mother had uh, Comcast recently, uh, and she had a real bad experience with them. So I, I don't think I'm going to do that. But cable providers, yeah, are in trouble. The networks are in trouble because. I think there's going to be a lot of upstart streaming television stations happening, and. You know, my damn channel is a perfect example. I suggest you guys check it out. And, and, and you know, as far as on-demand content goes, you're going to be able to get that again on YouTube, on your television. So why not go to youtube.com slash Talking Metal and check out the, the clips we have up there. Uh, posting a lot of longer clips for you guys. And soon, kind of a long-winded uh, way to get into this, but soon we will be posting a brand new Talking Metal television show. Brand new. Similar in vain to what we did on Fuse a number of years back, but it's totally self-produced. John and I are paying for it ourselves and calling in a ton of favors. When you call in favors, things don't tend to move quite as fast as when you have, you know, a $70,000 per episode budget, which is what we had on Fuse. Uh, We have probably this episode that we're currently putting together, I would say the budget is about... Uh, probably about $67,000 less than one episode that we did on Fuse. So, by the way, I got all those Fuse episodes posted in full on the Talking Metal YouTube page. Again, youtube.com slash Talking Metal. But stay tuned. We're getting this new one together. It's going to open up with this jam, which is freaking unbelievable, if I don't say so myself. It's uh, myself on bass, astronomy on guitar. We got Dan Lorenzo on guitar. Ron Lipnicki, who is the amazing drummer in the band Overkill on drums, and Rob Dukes from Exodus on vocals. Uh, and we rock out the 1972 Black Sabbath song, Snowblind. And I just watched a cut of it, and it, I think it's freaking insanely good. 
biased opinion. Obviously, you might think it sucks, but um, I'm excited for for people to see it. So, realistically, this Talking Metal, this new Talking Metal TV show, the first episode of it, uh, it's probably uh, how maybe a month away before it's posted up on our YouTube page. You'll read about it on Blabbermouth and Brave Words and stuff, but um, maybe sooner, but I kind of doubt it. Just again, because things move really slow when you are operating on a three or $4,000 out of your own pocket budget as opposed to, uh, you know, big network corporate money um, that some TV shows have. And we actually did have briefly for our one season on Fuse, uh, which was a good show, man. I was going back and watching some of them. Yeah, that, was a, that was a great show. That was a great show. And, you know, I, I went extensively into stuff on the Mark Striegel podcast. I actually, I think I pulled that episode down because I didn't want to get in trouble for some of the stuff I'd, I'd said. Uh, but, um, you know, we um, we got stiffed by them. I mean, financially, they ended up paying us all right for what we did uh, with them. But, uh, you know, there was uh, the, the president, basically, who loved what we did and brought us in there. He got fired, so we ended up without a TV show. Meanwhile, the people at VH1 were pissed at us because we didn't go to them with Talking Metal at Fuse, which... It's kind of a long story. We kind of did go to them, but it, or I shouldn't say we. I did pre-podcast, pre-talk, like in 2004, I, I had pitched a metal show to them that they were talking about. It's a long, long story. Anyways, people shuffle around in jobs. People end up at different places. Uh, any, and without getting anybody in any legal trouble here, and I'm not talking about John. I'm talking about other people. Uh, the the metal show that I pitched to VH1 ended up on Fuse, and they were intrigued that I had started doing a podcast with John because they love John. Uh, and uh, it it ended up um you know going going on on Fuse, uh, which quite frankly Fuse doesn't have it has about the same amount of viewers as VH1 Classic, maybe even a little more. It doesn't even get close to the amount of viewers that of course, uh, regular VH1 has, or MTV for that matter. But you don't get much music on those stations anyways, anymore anyways. So, oh, boy, you're in for just a blabber fest today from, from Striegel, and I'll tell you why. I had surgery earlier today, sitting here, um, doped up on some pain medication, which wasn't quite as strong as I was hoping it was going to be. Not that I'm in all that much pain, but, you know, it's always uh, it's always fun to get a little buzz legally, but uh, yeah, I'm sitting here just kind of working from home and uh, laying in bed. Uh, I'm not going to be able to lift my two kids for a while, so I feel bad for my wife's back. But uh, nothing serious, nothing serious. I, I'll be fine, and I'm not going to get into it what I had done. But let's just say nothing serious and. Uh, should should be recovering within the next couple weeks. So what else do we have going on? How about some music? You know, um, these guys over at Frontier always send me a bunch of CDs. And a lot of the stuff they put out on Frontier is maybe a little more too, like, commercially pop for my liking. But I would say every once in a while they send me, not every once in a while, every fifth CD they send me I really love or really like a lot. And 
Jack Blades, uh, damn Yankees fame, Night Ranger fame, Jack Blades. He has a new solo album out on Frontier Records, and I thought this was great. I I, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I guess I, I guess I should have had high expectations, but I really didn't because Jack Blades has done some great stuff with Night Ranger and and Damn Yankees. But I popped this one in and uh, thought it just sounded great. A number of really good songs on here. Let's start it off. Let's see. Yeah, let's do the first song off the album. This is Back in the Game. Again, this is Jack Blades. It's how I knew I was alive 
heard was Jack Blades back in the game. Go pick that CD up. Go download the track. Listen to it on your streaming music providers, Spotify or whatever the hell you do. I don't even know if it's on Spotify. But uh, if you want to buy it, go to iTunes. I'm sure it's probably there. It's Jack Blades. Rock and Roll Ride is the name of the CD. And and just really digging that. Maybe we'll... uh, hear some more of that on another podcast jackblades.net is the website nice work jack thanks to uh, i think I believe it's dustin over there at uh frontier for sending that to me all right let's see what i got here I'll try to catch up on some shit here here's a guy who sent in an email hi mark listening to you talk about your time constraints and trying to get the podcast done how about commissioning little metal reports from around the world, like five-minute reports in the metal scene. I understand there is a quality control issue, but a lot of people are good with audio. Just one idea that might help. Anthony. Now, Anthony, I thought I sent you back a response suggesting that you do do the first one or do one of them, and I don't, I don't believe I ever heard back from you. So it's an all right idea, Anthony. I mean... Yeah, it's just anything that makes my life more complicated, like, you know, having to tell people that the metal report that they sent in sucks and I don't want to air it and getting them all pissy and and stuff. It's stuff I just try to avoid. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, if Victor, the Mars Attacks guy, wanted to do, like, something like that, you know, I would definitely, because I know he's very knowledgeable about rock and metal and I, and I respect his opinion and like hearing his opinion even if I don't agree with it which which I usually do probably but you know um I could see doing something like that I don't know just about random people sending the stuff in and I, I honestly I don't think people would do it um and yeah and you know they're just gonna get pissy when I don't use it so or they're gonna send it in and expect that it's gonna be in a podcast the next day and and I'll think about it. And if you guys like that idea, let me know. We can, we can talk about it more. Send me an email at talkingmetal at yahoo.com. All righty. So moving onward. Here is a letter. Hi, Mark. Uh, this comes in from Chiaki from the Metal Moment podcast, uh, Japanese Metalhead podcast, which... Uh, I need to catch up on some episodes, Jackie. I haven't listened lately. Sorry. Got to get back with you. My wife calling from downstairs. I'm kind of up on the bed here. Hello? Hey. All right. Well, be careful. I'm sorry I can't go. Love you. Bye. It's just my wife saying she's taking the boys to the library. Again, I'm I'm, uh, kind of recuperating just here, laying in bed. Yeah, I'll be fine. No worries. Uh, So, yeah. Okay, back to this email. Um, Chiaki sent in an email. I basically sent an email to Chiaki, uh, who we had put some Metal Moment podcasts on our streams uh, we had two live 365 streams at one at one point i don't know i think there'd been any up there too recently but 
he uh, anyways he was providing content to our streams that we had on talkingmetal.com and on markstriegel.net and uh, i just basically let him know that we're going to probably be shutting down we are definitely going to be shutting down the streams the live 365 radio streams and he replied uh basically what i what i said to him was and and victor over at mars attacks who was also providing fusion sonica and his mars attacks uh, stuff some of it to our streams basically what i told them was uh, one or possibly both the live 365 players on talkingmetal.com are going to be shutting down. I have not been able to keep up with programming them. The focus for me now is to just keep this podcast going and also to provide new YouTube Talking Metal TV shows to our YouTube page. I appreciate everything everyone has put into these streams, but it's just not worth the cost on my end anymore. And Chiaki responded to me saying, Mark, as a fan, I've enjoyed everything you guys have done, including the Mark Striegel Show podcast. As far as your decision to focus on your core product, Talking Metal, in the form of a podcast slash videocast, is what I think is most important for your fans around the world. Regardless of how much we spend out of our own pockets, the listeners will want and expect more. What both you and John have accomplished is simply amazing. I think it's fair to say that Talking Metal has helped resurrect the metal scene. Most will never experience that. Talk to you, talk to you soon, Chiaki. And Chiaki, of course, is uh, at metalmoment.com, metalmomentpodcast.com, and japanesemetalhead.com. Thanks, Chiaki. I, that's that's awesome. I, I'm flattered uh, that you think we've changed the metal scene. I don't know. Maybe slightly we have. Maybe we have. Uh, maybe we haven't. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I'm glad you think so. It makes me happy to hear that. So thanks for checking in, man. You guys will like this TV show, I think. It's uh, it's good. I'm I'm excited for it. All right, and then uh, Nikki from Raleigh, North Carolina, sent in a CD. Let me let me make sure I got the right C CD here. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even freaking sure. Got so much junk going around. Yeah, I think this is it. Viva La Venus is the name of the CD, and she thinks we're gonna like this music. So. I'm sure we will. I haven't actually listened to it yet, so I'm going to be hearing it for the first time with you right now. This is their cover of Parasite, the Kiss classic. Check it out. She thought she knew me, but she didn't know. 
just heard was a cover of Parasite by a band called Viva La Venus. The name of the CD is Bleeding on the Edge of Happiness. And let's see, it looks like VivaLaVenus.com is the website. We'll attempt to link that through today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com. So, cool, good stuff. Thanks for sending it in. Oh, all right, thanks for sending it in. And go support those guys. Check out their website. Speaking of the web, we are kind of back up on Facebook. Uh, I'd love to be your friend, by the way, on Facebook. Uh, I'm at facebook.com slash mstriegel. I don't know if I have my settings so you can actually search my name, but that's just, again, facebook.com slash mstriegel. Check me out. Send me a friend, friend request. And also uh, go to the Talking Metal page on Facebook and give us a, a like, if you will. There's like 600-some likes up there. We haven't really been active on Facebook. Um, Astronomy has been with his own thing. But I haven't. I'm going to attempt to get more active now. So, again, all you Facebookers, check us out. Just, uh, you know, look at a search within Facebook, Talking Metal will come up. There's one that's like a Talking Metal on Fuse one that I didn't start. I don't know who did. Just go to the, we haven't done anything on the Fuse for years. I mean, those episodes were all shot in 2000, late 2007 and through like June of 2008, uh, which, you know, being that it's 2012, uh, that's kind of a long time ago at this point. So let's forget about Talking Metal on Fuse's Facebook page and just go to the Talking Metal Facebook page and give us a like. Other things you can do to support us are buy a t-shirt. You can do that in the store section on Talking Metal. Uh, You can donate to our PayPal account also on Talking Metal. And um, tell you what, uh, I'll send that offer out there again. Just $1.00. Donate. I, I I challenge everyone out there listening to just give me a dollar on the Facebook or not the Facebook, the PayPal account on our talkingmetal.com site. Um, if you can do more than a dollar, that's appreciated too. Five dollars is even better. You know, we're spending a lot of out of pocket money on this uh, TV pilot, and anything you can give us, even if it's minimal, it means a lot and uh, is appreciated. So we'll get into a little more music right now. This is Metal is Forever by Primal Fear.
just heard is Metal is Forever by Primal Fear. Let's keep it going. Wasted Time. Not Wasted Years. Wasted Time by Ed Guy.
Wasted Time by Ed Guy. And uh, I tell you what, send us an email. Check in with us. We're at TalkingMetal at Yahoo.com. To follow up on something from uh, the last episode, Jay, our good guy who's in the motion picture business out there in Santa Monica, California, our, our, our Talking Metal brother, He, uh, I, I was giving him credit on the last Talking Metal episode as uh bringing some cameo exciter appearances of the excite the, the band exciter of their logo to the upcoming uh tom cruise movie uh rock of ages he said he cannot take credit for it so it must have been a different producer uh from what we uh, know i don't know if this is public information but uh, i guess it is now jay is the one of the i think producers or executive producers or Somebody, he's somebody involved with the new Tom Cruise movie, Rock of Ages, and I can't wait for Jay to tell us a little bit more about this movie because it sounds like they're really trying to pull in some uh, legitimate metal cred to it with uh, with the soundtrack and potentially even guest appearances. I, I don't know. When I say metal cred, I'm talking the you know the good old stuff from the 80s. Let's get into a little more music right now. This is I Am Warrior by Rob Rock and Roy Z.
that was Roy Z with Rob Rock. I'm a warrior. You ever hear that talking metal theme song that Metal Mike and um, Rob Halford did for us a number of years ago? Uh, that was actually uh, produced by Roy Z. I don't know if he played guitar in it. I don't think he did. I think it was pretty much just Metal Mike, but he definitely mixed it and actually has a, a writing credit on it, believe it or not, along with Halford and Metal Mike. So uh, I had a lot of respect for Roy Z. He tends to to always uh, put out good stuff. If his name is attached to it, you know it's probably going to be metal, and you know it's going to be good. So props to Roy Z. At one point, I was looking to try to get him on on the podcast for an interview, and it didn't didn't happen. Um, talking to one of Ozzy's ex bass players about coming on. I'm not going to mention the name right now. Not Bob Daisley. Not a Bob Daisley uh, fan, to, to be honest. I uh, think uh, some of the stuff he has said about Ozzy in, in the press is just comes off as a whiny crybaby. And he, you know, thinks he's he's the reason Ozzy's famous. Well, uh, I don't think so. Uh, actually, I know so. He is not. Uh, but yeah, one of Ozzy's other former bass players may be coming on the podcast soon and i guess we'll wrap this up let me let me see if i got any other notes oh yeah yeah how about some special thanks to you guys uh i don't know if i thanked eric yet from dc for sending in a donation thank you thank you very much and we also uh, wanted to mention um james smith who sent in a donation not too long ago james we will get to the militia songs probably in the next episode. Uh, and that's that's all I got to say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little more music and then come back and check out with you guys. This is Trip the Darkness by Lacuna Coil.
Coil, who has appeared on Talking Metal, not, not for a while, but they've been on Talking Metal, uh, back, been back, I guess, for a few months now with some some new music, Trip the Darkness. I like that song. I like that song. Definitely. Fun stuff. A nice long episode. A lot of good music on today's episode. I, I thank you guys for staying with us, hanging out. Right now, again, the live 365 streams on the site, which I don't think too many of you guys listen to anyways, uh, are going away. Stream B is gone. I stopped payment on that. And uh, they were kind of expensive, honestly. I, I was just to keep them going. It was costing me quite a bit of money. The The stream A, the lower quality one, is still going. But because of some stuff that's going on with Bionic where we uh, had done done the live show, uh, I don't know that we're gonna be able to keep that going. Maybe we'll see, but it's it's uh, let's just say doing live shows, talking metal live shows out of the Bionic Studio in New York, like we've been doing for the past five years at this point, um, it, it's not looking good for that happening anymore. Unfortunately, for reasons beyond our control. Which I probably, I, it's just boring shit. I'm not even going to get into it. But it's just not going to happen with Bionic anymore. We may look into trying to do them out of John's house. I'm going to look into other, because that, that stream that's left on the site right now will eventually disappear to the one live 365 that's left. But I'm going to look into Ustream. You know, I listen to Pendulette and uh, Adam Carolla's podcast, and they are always mentioning how it's on Ustream. I guess it's streaming video there. I wish we could stream video on YouTube. That would be freaking killer like my damn channel does. But uh don't think I'm going to be uh, able to do that. It seems like you have to be in the know with Google, who, of course, owns YouTube, to make that happen. But anyways, just totally, totally excited about, about the, uh, the new video show that's going to be coming your way soon, guys. And my friend Mike Peel, who's a professional editor, has been helping us out. I've actually been sitting down with... Final Cut Pro uh, 10 and and editing some of it myself, um, which I'm more just a, you know, I work in the television business, but I'm more just a producer writer. I usually work with editors. I have edited a few promos. You know, that's what I do for a living. I make promos. I've edited a few promos on my own. Um, but for the most part, I work with professional editors. So we got uh, Jay Bones, who's been involved with Talking Metal before, working on stuff and Mike Peel working on stuff with us. And I'm kind of taking the, the, the reins of this. John isn't really overly involved in the production of the talking metal TV show. Although he has split costs 
right down the middle with me. So I appreciate that. Um, and, uh, you know, John, John and I, uh, you know, he's, he was so busy with Ace for the last year, we hardly really didn't even really speak that much outside of Talking Metal. But we've really reconnected recently ever since we did that last podcast uh, and been talking a lot more in our just our personal life. And um, he's still keeping busy with Ace. You know, he's Ace's personal assistant. He also works at Gibson Guitars. And then he also is like the photo archiver digital assets manager at Nickelodeon. Uh, so that's that. Uh, three jobs the guy works. Pretty crazy. Psyched to see some good commercial metal this summer. Got tickets to see Cinderella. I got like fifth row or something. One of my wife's favorite bands. And I'm a big fan of those first two, especially the first Cinderella record. We'll be checking them out again. I saw them less than a year ago, well, probably like six months ago, in New Jersey at a, at Starland Ballroom. We're seeing them in a theater this time, which actually will be good because that means they're not going to go on at like, you know, 11.15, which is what they did last time, which freaking sucks. It's just obnoxious. I mean, I almost... I come to expect that with Guns N' Roses now, and I think people know that if you're going to go to a Guns N' Roses show, not all people, but most people, that they're going to go on late. So I almost give them a pass because, quite frankly, I don't go to see Guns N' Roses as much as I probably could. I did see them once recently, but they played in my area way more than once. And I just I can't do it, you know, with two kids and work and everything, getting up early in the morning. But uh, Cinderella, it's like, you know, I was annoyed that they went on so late um, when I saw them last. This is a theater in a town. It's not some club that wants you to buy beer all night. So I'm assuming that Cinderella will probably take the stage at like 9, 930, which is perfect for me. And uh, yeah, that's going to be on June 26th. My wife and I are going to that. And it'll be nice because it'll be uh, our seven year. Holy shit. Our seven year and uh, wedding anniversary on the 25th. So we plan to celebrate the following day, June 26th, uh, with rocking out to my wife, one of my wife's favorite bands, Cinderella, and a band that I like a lot, too. So that should be fun. Uh, we're also going to check out um, some of our other commercial metal hard rock favorites in Newark later in the summer. Great triple bill, if you will, Lita Ford. Believe it or not, I've never seen live. We had a great interview with her a few months back on Talking Metal, if you haven't heard it. So we'll be checking her out with Poison, a band that I've seen many, 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 many times live. And Def Leppard, another band that, again, I love those first three Def Leppard records a lot. I mean, I really love those records, and uh, I've never seen them live. I know Hysteria, a little, you know, just because it was such a big hit, and I actually had a copy that I had taped off my friend, you know, I, if, but I never really loved hysteria that much. Although at this, at this point, when I do hear a song off hysteria, I do enjoy it and listen to it maybe even more so than I did back in the day. But hysteria always, I felt like was missing the hard edge that the, the first three records, especially that first record. I mean, that first that record was almost a, a new wave of British heavy metal album. A lot of people consider it to be that, uh, you know, but and and then the the following two, High and Dry and Pyromania with Mutt Lang producing, just great rocker records. If you don't want to call them metal, they were definitely hard rock. And at the time, we used to call that heavy metal. You know, I know heavy metal's uh, now 
morphed into so many different things that that you most people probably wouldn't refer to Def Leppard as as heavy metal. But uh, those 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 first three records, and I, I, I'm sure they will not play anything off the first record on Through the Night. I would be shocked if they did actually. But I, I hope to hear a, a bunch of tracks off of the High and Dry record and uh, Pyromania. And I'm down for hearing songs off Hysteria Live because I, I know most of those songs just because they were such big radio hits. And, of course, I did have a dubbed uh, version of that record on cassette that I listened to a number of times. Never loved, loved that album. But, again, I think it's held the test of time as, as cheesy 80s music goes. Uh, and I, I will enjoy hearing those songs played live. I have to say I have no clue what <laughs> Def Leppard released after Hysteria. I, and maybe I would recognize a song or two, but uh, I can, can't tell you. And I know they've had many records probably since then. So I might try to get educated to, to some of the stuff but I, you know, that they did post-Hysteria. But I'm hoping that it's a Def Leppard show where it's kind of like they play, play the songs that people want to hear. I actually heard that... Um, Oh, another show I'm going to, by the way, on the other end of the, the spectrum, uh, metal spectrum, is Overkill. Looking forward to seeing them uh, soon, actually, in May. Ron Lipnicki, good friend of John Astronomies and myself, he's hooking us up, and we hope to, uh, we might even do some interviews with those guys. Uh, that'll be in New York City, right in Times Square. Overkill. Can't wait to uh, to check out Overkill. Uh, anyways, lost my train of thought. I was going to say something else. But who knows? I was going to say something else about Def Leppard. Oh, maybe I'll try to get familiar with uh, some of their, you know, post hysteria songs before the show. But honestly, I'm hoping they don't play too many of those. And what else? Oh, I was going to say Bon Jovi, um, which I'm sure a lot of you guys hate. I actually, again, I like those first few Bon Jovi records. Let's see, one was uh, the one with Runaway. What was that? I can't even remember the name, but the first Bon Jovi record, it was Fahrenheit 7,800 degrees, or I don't even know what to say. I can't remember. 78 Fahrenheit, 78,000 Fahrenheit or something. I don't know. can't remember the second Bon Jovi record, but I did like it uh, when it was out. Um, and then, of course, uh, Slippery When Wet and the New Jersey record, both great records. Bon Jovi's playing a, uh, a, a concert down at the Jersey Shore, which... Sounds like a lot of fun. Just the hits, uh, which which I wish I could go to. But I think it's either even the, the same night as the the Overkill show, which I'm already committed to. If it's not, it's like the night before or something. And uh, it's it's everything I do is like a freaking uh, military maneuver. It's like I you know I just can't drop everything and and go to shows like I used to. No complaints. A great family now. Love my kids so much. Uh, if you don't have kids, it's an amazing experience. I do recommend it. Um, it changes your life for better. It also uh, consumes your life, you know, so much that that some of you might not think it's for the better, but it, it consumes really every every just about every minute of your life. And and when you do get out i feel like when i do go to shows and stuff i i savor them even more than i used to because uh i used to man back in the 90s i used to go to so many shows when i was like a single guy in my my 20s even when i wasn't single or you know had a girlfriend or whatever i would just uh, hit 
it shows constantly. And I, I used to buy probably 50% of my tickets to shows back in the day, but I also used to get a lot free because I worked at VH1 back then. We were constantly getting hooked up with tickets and stuff, but I bought a lot of tickets too. I would see everybody from, you know, Paul McCartney to Metallica to Maiden to, you know, I remember seeing Dave Matthews before he was famous. Uh, excellent seats for that. So, so many bands back back in the day, uh, not just metal bands, just all sorts of bands from, you know, Radiohead to, uh, you know, Pearl Jam to, you know, and I tried to stay up with the metal bands. Like I remember seeing Dio in the mid mid uh, 90s saw pantera a bunch of times back in the day so uh yeah so it was great it was great always going to shows but you know and i and i suspect at some point i will return to that but it's right now you know while my kids are younger i probably won't be going to quite as many shows as i as i used to uh, i definitely won't be and that's okay I'm, I'm cool with that uh you know for a while with having two young babies at home it was tough to get out to even any shows and it makes me happy that now my wife and I are are starting to sneak out you know have my mom come babysit and get out there to see see some shows and uh it's always great seeing live shows as long as they don't go until like 2 in the morning which is uh, you know what i was saying earlier I mean, do, do, do people like staying at shows to two in the morning, even if they don't have kids? I, I don't think so. I mean, unless you're freaking doped up on Coke or something. It's like, how does anybody stay up so late? Uh, anyways, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's call it a day. The Ramble Fest. Wow. If anybody is still listening, <laughs> this is King Diamond with Abigail checking out Talking Metal.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.